Good evening and welcome to Sporletists, where sports and politics mix and mingle. My name is Stacey Johnson. Joining me tonight is Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican, Keith, the Consti constitutional conservative, Nas, who was nice enough to join us this evening. Yes, ma'am. Even the independent thinker who's off tonight and my cousin Todd. We've got a packed show for you, but we'll be brief. Republican anger grows at a few members of the GOP as they hold out and don't vote for this upcoming bill. Michigan State begins the process of firing Coach Mel Tucker. Attorney General Garland testifies before the GOP-led House Judiciary Committee and the Phillies and the Braves. They're playing right now and the Phillies are winning Nas. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Wall Street thinks about the key Fed interest rate decision and will say why or what that means to the everyday person like myself. How did your NFL team do this week? Eagles are right on time and stride. Zelensky urges Trump to share Ukraine peace plan, but says he won't give the territory to Russia. And Coach Prime, he does it again against Colorado State. That and more. First up with Nas talking about, what do you want to talk about first? Michigan State, Philly Braves, NFL, or Coach Prime? Uh, well, I guess the Mel Tucker thing. So Michigan State uh, has got to be number one. Like this is a this is a really interesting story, just from how ridiculous it got, but also just from the standpoint of you know the world is changing and and people are less uh, accepting of some of this ridiculous behavior that we used to ignore. So for those that don't know, Mel Tucker is the was the former coach of Michigan State uh, for football. The problem with Mel Tucker was he had this miraculous season based on a running back who is now in the NFL, which made it appear as if Mel was a much better coach than what he actually is. Uh, as the team started to play and things started to go awry, there were a lot of people calling for his job. Well, guess what? Old Mel helped him out and got himself fired from his job, uh, losing a contract over $80 million. Now we get into the sexual harassment part. So, Stacey, if you want to frame the, the topic a little better than I just did, and we can get into it, because I don't know if everybody's aware of this story. No? Okay. So oh, I'm sorry. I was on mute. I'm sorry. I was on mute. I'm sorry. I try to be on mute when I'm not talking so I don't interrupt you. I'm trying to do what I'm trying to tell uh, Keith and Stephen to do all the time. So anyway, uh, Mel Tucker, he was an American, um, a, a, a great story of American success. Mel Tucker started out playing football. He uh, didn't make it quite to pros. You know, I think he did some other teams that were like, you know, almost to pro, but not pro. And then he ended up selling meat out of the trunk of his car. And then he started... After that, I guess he said, that's not a great, I can't do this forever selling meat out of the trunk of my car. So he started coaching football with different uh, college football teams. Nick Saban was one. I think he was, uh, where else was he? In Florida. Uh, he was in a few places throughout the country, bouncing around and building his repertoire up 
as well as becoming a better coach. So finally, he gets to Michigan and he gets, gets $80 million. Who gets $80 million to coach college football? I mean, that's like on the ranks of a Alabama Nick Saban type of deal. I mean, I don't even think uh, Florida doesn't get that. Does uh, um, the the brother from who's the uh, now it's the brother, the two brothers. One is the NFL coach in Baltimore and the other one is the NFL. Oh, coach. the Harbaugh. I got to find her. The yeah, Harbaugh. I don't think they so, get that much. So in other words, you're saying only white boys make that kind of money, right? No, that's what you said. <laughs> I didn't say that. You said that. But for him to make that, that is an American success story. And then they have Michigan State decides to have a woman come and talk about sexual harassment and basically coach the students, athletes, how to recognize it and not perpetrate sexual harassment. So she talks to the coach, which is, as you see on the uh, screen, let me, Mel Tucker. Let me see if I can get this out. It talks to Mel Tucker. And for some reason, she talks to him on the phone and she alleges that he starts masturbating on the phone while she's talking to him. Crazy. <laughs> Through uh, FaceTime or what? Finish the story and make it plain. Just on a regular phone. Just on a regular phone, Todd. <laughs> okay, well then that can't what's, be proven, what's ironic, then, right? It's alleged. I said she allegedly said he does. He did this, and for him to do that when she's there to teach about sexual harassment is just crazy. Okay, so what did you want to say a little about more that, clarification, Nas. Uh, Nas. Okay. What? Yeah, yeah. So uh, a little Nas, more clarification. I just you told know. you his, the man's whole story. Right. The, this masturbation thing was a, a an imagine her imagination. If she didn't see it, she Let just imagined it. Yeah. So okay. So this is how yeah, this is how we get to from zero to sixty on that mm -hmm. part because mm -hmm. that that part is a little jarring. So mm -hmm. supposedly they had friendly text messages and, you know, conversations on the phone mm -hmm. and kind of developed a friendship. Uh, mind you, the reason why this was necessary is if you remember Dr. Larry Nasser and all mm -hmm. of the problems that yeah. Michigan State had with sexual, uh, mm -hmm. sexual assault, sexual right. harassment and everything else. This was the university's way of trying to, you know, preempt anything like that ever happening again. Okay. So that's why they had, the, you know, this relationship. So. Them becoming close friends, so mm -hmm. to say. Meanwhile, Mel Tucker is married, uh, supposedly in the process of getting a divorce. Mm -hmm. And these phone conversations, according to Tucker, started to get a little more personal. And they started developing uh, some type of kinship between each other. Uh, mm -hmm. While she denies that part and says, you know, she was just having conversations with him because she felt mm -hmm. like it was part of the job. And if she refused the conversation, then she might not be invited back to campus to lead those discussions. Okay. Nas, now look at the screen right there. It says that Tracy's known for her work with college teams educating athletes about sexual violence. Michigan State paid her $10,000 to share her story with the football team. Um, she became friends with Tucker over her advocacy work, but that relationship took a turn in April 22 when Tucker masturbated during a phone call with her according to her, and this is according to AP News. Go ahead, Nas, sorry. I just yeah, wanted yeah. to add that yeah, in so, legitimacy. 
Right. So t- I think Todd was just asking, like, okay, how does it get from there to there? So yeah, I, I was just because he didn't believe me. Like I didn't say the same thing. I just said the same thing you said. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm just describing how the relationship, you know, kind of progressed, or he's saying the relationship progress. She's not saying that. So mm-hmm. Michigan State gets this thrown in their lap, and they're having a bad season. They were regretting giving Mel Tucker this long, you know, lucrative contract, mm-hmm. and this lands in their lap away for them to fire him with cause. So he doesn't, so they don't have to pay back the money and mm-hmm. we'll just have to see where Mel Tucker goes from here. Mm-hmm. And that is the ridiculous story. So yeah, Todd and Keith, we definitely want to hear your thoughts. Um, go ahead. You go oh, first. Okay. Keith. So now before you go first, let me, let me show you the screen. The rest of this AP article, I made a mistake. It wasn't $80 million. It was $95 million. Whoa. It's been freaking years. Whoa. You see that? Dang. That's a lot of money. Not bad, Todd. For, for I mean, color, that man. is a great American success story. Great yeah, American not... success story. $95 million. He coached with Nick Saban. He coached with other mm. coaches throughout the United States. College football, always in the defensive realm. He was a defensive. Oh, and I So he got that for 10 you years, don't know. right? You don't Ten know what years? defensive and offensive is, do you, Todd? Yes, I you do. You don't have a clue. Yes, what, I well, do. What's defensive, cousin Todd? Defensive is um, how you describe you and Keith describe black men making money. Now, mind you, that's offensive, but I'm just <laughs> saying it's defensive because you're always defending the white man against blacks. Well, you know that's interesting. Um, I don't know what Todd thinks about that success story, but uh, 95, woo, okay. 95, um, we don't supposed to have that, only white men, right? Well, according to you, you're well, the one sure. that said, believes that, not not, right. not me and not Stacy, and I don't think Nas believes I think that. It's a great, I think it's a great American uh, yeah. story. And now to be clear, uh, he got that for 10 story. years, right? That 95, he Did didn't get read? it in one year. That was he, for 10 years read? of work. That right. means- he only got ten million, less than ten million a year. Man. Okay, that's okay. If somebody got just one million a year, I think that they would be okay. So he's going to say less than ten million, like that's nothing. Well, that's a lot of money. The question yeah, is, yeah. you know, does Deion Sanders even get that much money per year? Well, he will when he decides to reduce. Deion that. Sanders. It seems as though. Uh, Mel isn't as famous because you didn't know about him, but you knew about Deion Sanders, and he makes more than Deion Sanders. And, and for context on the story, because Stacy brought up Nick Saban earlier, understand Nick Saban was the head coach at Michigan State, and the reason we know him for LSU and Alabama is because Michigan State because. couldn't afford to pay the lucrative salary Nick Saban had kind of earned by winning there, so they lost him. And that led to this, you know, years later where they got Mel Tucker as the hottest coach at the time where other schools were calling and making offers. And that's why they went so far with, you know, guaranteeing so much money to him with this deal. But he'll never see it because, again, he was fired based on this story (laughs) about sexual harassment. So so what what are you guys' thoughts on not only him risking this lucrative contract that now he will never see, mm-hmm. and then the other part of if you're going to sexually harass somebody? I would well, think I, an expert in sexual harassment would be the last person that you choose. Yeah, really. 
I have to agree mm -hmm. with you now, sir. I'm sorry that you uh, you probably don't like me agreeing with you, but uh, on that one, I'm just wondering uh, if she's a professional. Uh, I I don't know if she calls herself a sex therapist or what, because I don't know what they what the term is nowadays. But uh, if she's that, I mean, what kind of a voice does she have that would cause him to do that on the phone without her knowledge or without her coaxing him into doing that or you know. Sweet, uh, whispering, oh, sweet nothing. I got it. So you're saying I mean, what she did was coax him into that. I didn't say, I said, what kind of situation or what kind of uh, professional is she that um, he, she hear, he hears her voice and he starts doing that on the it's phone? It's strange, I, I, right? You yeah, can't quite is. believe her story. I, I don't know. I, I, yeah. It is kind of hard to believe. Yeah, and, it is. Uh, just so happens she... <laughs> You know, she's a sex there or a, a sex counsel or uh, a sexual assault victim survivor. Right. That's okay. why she's allowed to, you know, do these workshops. And That's work. right. Yeah. Now, so, I can ask a therapist, question. a sex counselor. He called her everything but what she is. Right. Okay. And she, all right, so, um, but I don't know why she would. Uh, all I'm saying is, all I'm asking but why is. Why are you blaming well, it on her automatically? Because well, she's probably black. All I'm asking, the only question I'm asking, <laughs> here is here it is again. I'll try to be clear. The only uh -huh. question I'm asking is what kind of a voice would cause him to just randomly do that right. uh, based on hearing her voice I on got a phone, it. phone I got call? It. Do you know whether or not she was black or white? I don't know. Keith. I don't you know. Don't know. No idea. No, I don't know. Well, was the she, way. What was she, the way you challenged her, I would assume she was black. <laughs> well, let me pull up a picture no, well, of her. No, that's based on the way you challenged her story. You don't challenge white girls' stories like that. Only if they look I like I challenge every story that seems no, a little odd. No, 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 no. Yeah, it just it seems odd to me. That's all. She mm -hmm. is a um, rape survivor. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and an activist. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. Oh, brother, activist on the left, probably. What is uh, uh, what is uh, the, uh what 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 are you saying, Keith? Well, how, what, how, what is, how about uh, we take our politics out of this and just discuss the story? Like, okay. I don't think so. Let's see the picture. Okay, so let me pull up the picture. Can you see it? Let me <laughs> add it to the. Uh, okay, there she is. Wrong, Todd. Todd, you're wrong. Uh -huh. No, no, no. He's going to retract everything he said now. No, I'm not. Oh, I sure. still I still say what I said. Okay. I said what I said. That's it. Um I mean I, I just asked a question. I I um would have to be uh convinced that uh, he did that because she could not see him. And uh the punishment has to fit the crime. That's an awful lot for him to sacrifice his career yeah. uh over some uh, something that she thinks happened over the phone. Man. Um, no, I need more evidence than yeah. just her word. I well, have to agree she, with Todd. she took it to the Board of Regents, and mm -hmm. they're the ones who made the decision at the school, but ultimately Mel has pretty good lawyers as well. Mm. So, I mean, if there's no standing here, it'd be really difficult to fire him and get off all of that money uh, without there being some sort of evidence here that kind of compelled them uh, to believe her. So that, that that's the only place you run into it, run into some trouble with this is 
Of course, it was to their benefit to get off this contract, which they assuredly mm-hmm. did not want to pay anymore. Of course. But the other part is Mel didn't hire a lawyer from the you know side of the bus. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, right, well, I, I, I do on, not believe her story. I, I do not believe her story. Um, and um, I, I don't want to sound like... Um, um, you do. Bye. You know how. On um, to the next thing. You do. You know how white men sound like um, they've been victimized by the world, and uh, but the 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 uh, coach getting fired for kissing. Watch yourself. What? Watch yourself. The coach You're getting fired edge. for kissing that girl in the mouth. And, it wasn't and, the coach. He was ahead of the soccer association. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm getting fired for that. Uh, I thought that was a bit extreme. And now this, it's all uh, getting to be a little too much for my... Uh, oh, yeah. My I have to agree with it. Todd. I agree with you, Todd. All right, I retract everything I just said. <laughs> I do. All right, since we, are, since we are talking, Nas, I want to go on since we're talking about uh, NCAA football let me share my screen the sec i just this just came up so the sec sec suspends florida's george mascua xanders along with tennessee's norman lot for the fight did you want to talk about that uh i mean yeah fights happen the ncaa does have a you know punitive arm when it comes to suspensions and things like that uh, it's just they can't find anybody or really sanction anybody. But, you know, this is a dying institution holding on to their last ember of relevance uh, until we get like super conferences and the NCAA doesn't matter. So they come in and adjudicate on things like this. So, yeah, we got to fight. NCAA has to come in and tell you how violence will not be accepted in this game where people can almost lose limb life and everything else on a football field based on a game of violence. So, non-story to me well they already have violence let (laughs) let me move on to Deion sanders coach prime i watched that entire game and it was an incredible incredible game uh nas do you want to talk about and i'll share the screen uh yeah we can get into that but i I think i'll go last on this i want to hear from keith and todd on this because I think the Deion and Sanders, Todd. Well, hold on. The Deion Sanders phenomenon goes past football fans. The TV ratings that they're getting means they're getting a little more than normal people who just every Saturday tune into college football. There are people who are watching this who don't care about college exactly. football. And they're exactly. into this for the prime angle. So I want to hear what Todd and Keith have to say. Let's, let's That's hear right. And hey, so let me, wait a minute. About Todd. What about Keith? What about Keith? <laughs> let me just put it. Let me put it this way. Yes. Asking for Todd and Keith to discuss anything about whether it be college yes. or professional. Yes. It's like asking a gorilla yes. to operate. Well, Todd, we're human. monkeys. What? I'm we're no not. monkey. How dare you compare <laughs> me to a monkey? What a- <laughs> okay. Well, well, let's 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 take it here then. So, Todd and Keith. 
Yeah. Were you aware of Deion Sanders being hired? At, yes. You don't really watch college football. Were you aware of him being hired? Yeah. And were you aware that they were winning? And that yeah, this was, was the biggest the story. Okay. And, yeah. and my question is this. How were you aware of those two things that Nas just asked you? Yes. It was all over the news for me. I mean, I watched Fox and it was all on Fox News and it was on the regular <laughs> news. <as> well. <laughs> so there you go. How were you I, aware, cousin Todd? I watch Fox News too. So and the dark Whoa. web between those two places. Whoa, Todd, you revealed something about yourself. <laughs> okay, so no, go ahead, Todd. I, it was what all did over you, the news. What did you think and, about Dion? Uh, I thought that was wonderful for uh, Dion to win, and uh, like Dion, Dion said himself, he's going to bring more attention to football. And like Nas was saying, people who don't, aren't even interested in college football, like Keith. Yeah. <laughs> now okay. Keith will get interested, which means everybody makes money. Wow, not bad. All right, Keith. Well, I'm not going to watch. Uh, it just—it's not going to make me more interested. But I will see. You know, as it comes up, it shows up on the news. I watch the news, so I watch it there. I mean, I'm not going to go to. A, I'm not going to watch a game. Spend my waste my time with that. You wouldn't, um, even though you know yeah. he's playing like in the. You, yeah. you wouldn't watch a Deion Sanders coached football game. No, okay. no. I mean, yeah. I, I'll, I'll settle for whatever he does. And, and if, if he's successful at it, which I believe he will be, uh, I'll settle for that. That's fine. But it doesn't make any One more uh, question. question on my if Deion Sanders were white, then would you watch him? No. Nope. <laughs> I'll ask questions about football, cousin Todd. Not you. Well, let me get let me give you I'll an example. I'll ask questions about football. Let me give you an example, uh, Stacy. You know the guy that just retired not too long. What was his name? Uh, gosh, see here I go. Brady. Yeah, Brady. Okay, so they were talking about Brady and then Kaepernick coming to the uh, you know that you know quarterbacking for those uh, that loser team. And uh, yes, I, I, the Jets, the Jets, yeah, the Jets, New Jersey or New York Jets. It's New, yeah, they say New said, York Jets, but they play really in Jersey and the Northern Jersey. Yeah, they mm -hmm. really believe they belong to them. Okay, mm -hmm. so I just figured, well, okay, that's up to him. I, he ought to stay out, stay in retirement. I wouldn't, uh, I mean, you know, the guy's eventually his body's not going to be able to take it, but uh, if that's okay, what he Nas. thinks he can do, yeah, Nas. so okay, so Nas. so the. Let me let me Nas, let me say this. You wasted my time with <laughs> and Todd. Um, oh, really? No, no, I don't I don't think time was wasted. It, it's good to hear from Absolutely. people who aren't interested in the sport right. or interested in, you know, these games at all. And mm -hmm. the fact that it spilled over to them and they knew about it, I think is an important factor. That's and right. here here's why. I'm gonna tell you why. Growing up, college football was a star-driven thing by the coaches. So the Bobby Bowdens of the world, the Lou Holtz's of the world. These were the people who were presented on television. They showed personality, the ability to recruit. Like that was a big driver of college football. But over the past 30 years, college football has gotten a lot more corporate, a lot more buttoned up. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't want these, you know, sound bites to go viral and everything else from the coaches. So because of that void, Dion steps in as a ready-made superstar who, again, this man played the World Series and the Super Bowl. Uh, this this man was a big time athlete, not not quite Michael Jordan, but really close on the uh -huh. list when it comes to the '90s. So he takes his star power to Colorado, and all of a sudden, a one in eleven team last year who had no national profile, no primetime games, 
is now drawing the biggest ratings in the sport comparable to NFL TV ratings. So the star wow. aspect of this Deion Sanders story, uh, you know, that's the most interesting part to me, just seeing him resurrect this program who we haven't talked about since the 90s. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, they're on TV everywhere to the point where people who don't watch football even are aware. Good analogy, Sarah. Uh, analysis. Right. Very good. Well, the yeah, game so- was good. The game started out very physical. You know, they had talked a bunch of smack beforehand, both coaches. Uh, they said that it was great. There were two African-American coaches, Colorado State coach and Dion, Colorado coach. It's a long-known rivalry between those teams. And they came out really ready to fight, so much so that the star player with Dion's son, uh, Shador, not Dion's son, Shador, or Shiloh, but another star player on the team was hurt and taken out of the game. What were you going to say, wow. Nas? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Travis Hunter, uh, the wide receiver Travis slash Hunter. cornerback, uh, future NFL player, was hurt badly in this game on a dirty hit, which caused a lot of ruckus. And Travis is going to be out for the next couple of weeks, so that's going to be a problem for Colorado. But, again, Colorado, Colorado State, normally not a big game, but this one was. Uh, mm-hmm. Norvell and Dion primed everybody with a little back and forth, old school insulting of each other. And we get this game where Colorado State was an underdog by 21 points, and they end up winning the majority of the game until Deion's son, the quarterback, who was trained by Tom Brady in the offseason, led a 98-yard drive uh, in order for Colorado to win at the end. So, you know, it was a great weekend for them. But Colorado State, the previous week, had been – beaten by 40 points by Washington State. So that lets you know this is not really a good team. And Dion is probably in trouble this weekend because they play Oregon, who is actually a good team. Whoa. Well, that, okay, that'll, bring, um, that'll bring eyes to the uh, TV because um, people are going to want to watch that to see if uh, yeah. Dion could back up what he did the first time. Correct. I will say... I will say this, Stacey, that uh, if they're going to be bringing these kind of big, if they're going to be bringing big sponsors, uh, you know, they ought to be able to get a piece of the pie. The, I'm talking about the players, just like Todd said one time. I agree with Todd. The players ought to be able to get uh, some type of compensation for. Well, they are. They do uh, have. So oh let's, before gosh. I do that, they do have Shiloh. His son has the NIL. Remember we talked about that the other week about mm-hmm. the female basketball player who had right. sponsors with major companies? Well, Shiloh Sanders, Dion's son, who was the quarterback for Colorado, has so much sponsorship till he was riding in a Rolls Royce. And Tom Brady told him, slow it down, get out the Rolls Royce, and be humble. Okay. <laughs> now, let All me right. say this. Um uh, th- now, when I said that the children should get paid, Keith was completely against that, just to be clear. Um, no. You were so. You said, why do you keep calling them children? Ah, they oh. got a scholarship. That's an- You did. So anybody who wants to go back 10 years and listen to our podcast, you will see Keith was totally against it, and so was Aguna. And the only one who was on the fence, who I converted, was Stephen. So I, I don't, I, Keith, forget it. Just forget it. Just forget it. <laughs> so looking at this schedule, as you can see, looking at this schedule, they play. Who do they play here? Um, USC. Oregon and then USC. 
Uh, Oregon, Saturday, September 23 at 3.30, and then USC. Those are some really, really good teams, and I think they're going to have a hard time uh, beating them. But we'll see. I think uh, Shador Sanders is – and this is a picture uh, – let me share this tab. This is a picture of Dion with his son Shador, who is the quarterback, and he throws a mean ball. I don't know if you remember me telling you, every ball he throws somehow spins – multiple times. It's almost like you ever see the concrete spiral. trucks. It's spiral. But you ever see the concrete trucks as they mm -hmm. drive them through the street and the concrete truck that the yeah. spiral thing that keeps that concrete moving so it will not harden inside that container. That's how mm -hmm. he spins that ball but faster with every throw. It is truly amazing. Very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the kid can spin it, but yeah, they're 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 probably going to lose by a lot of points. Uh, and why will they lose by a lot of points? What? Why will they lose by a lot of points? If you talk about them and you talk about Oregon, let's talk about the difference between Oregon and Colorado in terms of what they have available available in terms of uh, 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 guns. Yeah. So when Dion came into Colorado again last year, they were one in eleven. Uh, not very many good players. So he had to bring in people through the transfer portal and then players that he recruited from Jackson State, his previous coaching uh, job, and he's going to slowly build that team up. So they're ahead of schedule this year by being undefeated right now, but these other teams they're playing have already gotten their players. They're already loaded up. So they're probably going to lose these next two, but, you know, the old saying goes – if you're going to get Dion, you better get him this year because next year he's going to get the full complement of players the same way Oregon and USC have, and they're going to be really tough to beat. And what's interesting is I don't know if any of you watched 60 Minutes. Dion was on 60 Minutes this weekend, and what he told his players when he first arrived at Colorado was, um, I think you all should transfer. Yes. He told them to just transfer out. Get asked. Now, as cold-hearted as that sounds, that's the normal process in Power 5 big-time Division One football. When Nick Saban recruits a guy and tells his parents he loves the kid and he wants the kid to play there and, he, and you know, can't think, uh, can't think any more of him, and then the next year a, a better player comes in, uh, there are times where you lose your scholarship or you are kind of – coerced into transferring somewhere else because you won't get any playing time. So this is how big time football works. It's just Dion vocalized it. Normally they don't say that in front of the media. And let me just show you as comparison to uh, salaries between uh, the Michigan State coach who was fired of $95 million, the Michigan State coach. Over 10 years, $95 million, and here's Dion's salary, $5.5 million. Well, why do you suppose that is? Why do you suppose For the, the next how many years? Total worth. It says the total worth before his incentives is $29.5 million. If you look at that, look at my screen. So $95 million to $29.5 what do you yes. guys think of that co the other coach though the 95 million why why is that 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 he got offered so much 
Yeah, two different uh, sets of experience. So Mel Tucker was a longtime assistant for Saban, worked his way up th through the ranks, and eventually got the head job. And then when he got the head job, he won so much that other teams were coming, other schools were coming in trying to pay him to get him to leave. So Michigan State had to overpay in order to keep him. While Dion, on the other hand, Jackson State gave him his first head coaching opportunity. This was Dion's biggest problem. He didn't have job experience, so he couldn't get the jobs he wanted. So he wanted Jackson State, and then at that point, he had a record to run on, and then he gets the offer from Colorado. And, yes, that was a really low offer. I'm sure he's probably got his lawyers working on it uh, to see if they can kind of readjust that contract. Or in two years, maybe, you might see Dion leave because, yeah, he's worth much more than what he's paid right now. Well, See, not only leave because he's worth much more than what he's paid, but he also may leave to get more money because his son Shador and his son Shiloh, who uh, who plays defensive, will be in the NFL. Oh. And Dion said he's not going to coach in the NFL, but you know who knows. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So that, that's the difference between him and Tucker. But the, the Jackson State angle, I, I think a lot of people were mad at Dion when he left. But I think what they didn't know were the details of that deal, which were basically this. Dion needed the job and Jackson State was willing to take the chance on him with the understanding that when the big boys came calling, Dion was going to leave. He, he was uh -huh. never staying at Jackson State for a long time. So no harm, no foul. Uh -huh. All right. On to the NFL since we're talking football. Um, week three, how did your teams do? Um, no one has any teams but me and Nas because Aguna and Steven aren't on tonight. So um, I guess we'll I talk about teams. our teams. Well, <laughs> you go first. Oh, no, unless you want me to go first. Oh, yeah. Okay. My team is the Flyers. And Ooh. I think if the Flyers keep up what they're doing now, I the think. Flyers. We'll take it all the way to the World Series. America first. All right, Todd. Right. <laughs> NF3, NFL week three, my team, of course, is Aguna's team, of course, which is the only and best team, of course, which is the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, yeah. You guys uh, squeaked by Minnesota. I, I guess you guys are undefeated. Uh, me and the Falcons are 2-0 undefeated. Never lost, never been beaten in 2023. One of the great teams you'll ever see. Shout out to the ATL. You know. All right. Okay, he said never been beaten in 2023, and the season in 2023 just started. All I'm saying and is every only, game we played. They've we only won. played two games. Yeah, they only played two games. Never lost. They never lost. So what are you going to oh, do? Oh, hilarious. Well, let's talk about this loss that somebody's getting their butt beat right now. And I think that is the Atlanta Braves. Wow. Let me share the screen. The Atlanta Braves. Is it sharing? Where's my screen? Okay, there we go. Phillies versus the Braves right now. Let me make it a little smaller. Final. Yeah. Philadelphia Phillies six. Wow. Atlanta Braves five. Yeah, good job. How you like us now? Yeah, good job. Uh, you beat our what sixth best pitcher in a day game 
in September. Uh, yeah, I, I guess if you guys want to celebrate that, you do that. We win championships out here at Atlanta Braves. So, you know, best record in and the league, best team in the league, MVP of the league, Ronald Acuna. So, yeah, yeah nice day for you right. guys. And, and you won, And you won a championship last year, right? That's when you last won a championship? No, the year before, you know. Oh, oh, okay, all right, all right. So, yeah. so did you guys like win the championship last? Uh, uh, no, but we made it. No, but we made it to the finals. No, that's nice. We sure did. That's nice, but you never sure did, did win that Stanley Cup, did you? <laughs> yeah, you guys should throw a parade, second place. Good job. So, um, uh, let's go on to um, the shutdown. Todd. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about how Republicans are kind of angry at other Republicans for not voting the way they think they should vote in order to have a government shutdown. To, yeah, to, so that they can shut down the government. This is what the trickery is. Hey, guys, we're going to try to shut the government down because we're extremists and we're bigots. And for the six or seven uh, white boys that are not bigots, we got to find a way to get them on board. This is the Republicans talking to each other when nobody's looking. And so um, what's his name? Miss um, Graham. I mean, Lindsey Graham. He said, uh, <laughs> who's going to get blamed for this shutdown? The Republicans, as usual. So... And then I said to Stephen last week, <laughs> I said, Stephen, who gets hurt if the government shut down? Nobody. Nobody. And that's not true. I said. He didn't say it like that. <laughs> I said, Stephen, people will not get their checks. Yes, they will. That's propaganda. And all these kind of crazy things that you get from the dark web. So if the government shuts down, checks will be late. People who are on Social Security, people who are in the military waiting for their checks. That's just the way it goes. Now, and look at this one, shaking his head. This is Keith, who knows nothing about how government is run. Nothing. Unless Trump says it, he doesn't believe it. So the bottom line is what... Uh, the Republicans want to do is shut down the government to shake things up. And for what? They won't get hurt. Only your common people, like I was telling Stephen last, I mean, yeah, Stephen last week, people like his father, who was in the military, people who are on Social Security, who, just people who can't afford to get hurt will get hurt because the Republicans okay. want to do this um, uh, I don't even know what you would call this kind of trickery. So let me read this article and ask Keith, you look at this screen, the hill.com uh, article says Jayapal, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Representative uh, Jayapal slams GOP over looming government shutdown. Republicans cannot govern. And this is written by Sarah Fortinsky today at 7.31 p.m. That's Representative Jayapal. And today, she sharply criticized her Republican colleagues for failing to find a path toward forward to avert a government showdown shutdown before the looming deadline at the end of this month. At this rate, we are headed 
to a Republican shutdown, she said with an interview with Wolf Blitzer. And that gives me no pleasure to say because the shutdown has terrible consequences for the American people. Keith, do you believe it has terrible consequences for the American people? And why do Republicans continue to buck against the system and not vote for this bill? Well, not at all. Um, it doesn't have terrible consequences. It does not have terrible consequences to the American people. We're already suffering under uh, the fact that the Biden policies and the way the government is functioning and spending, we are already, we are already suffering. Uh, look at the gas wow. prices. The gas prices are up to $7 an hour. And here in Los Angeles, $7 California, an hour? Yeah, well, no, I'm sorry. No, the $7 gas prices are down. Gallon. All over I was about States. to say, that's the most expensive gas in world history. My God. $7, $7 a gallon. You know what I meant. Uh, but anyway, it, it, it is, uh, it's atrocious to think that if the government shut down gas for a length prices of time, the whole country, let me finish, let me finish. Uh, you don't have Stephen to yell at, so I'm not going to talk, I'm not going to talk over everybody. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's atrocious. It's really terrible to think that if the government shut down for a certain length of time, the country is going to fall apart. That just says to me that government has its hands in too much of the economy because the economy should be able to function without government intervening or interfering. And you see in the Constitution that government is so limited, it is doing much more than what the Constitution gives it the authority to do. So that's why we have uh, people thinking that government is going to, that if government is shut down, the country is going to fall apart. No, we're already, the government is functioning now, and the way the government is functioning and spending, people are suffering. That's why we have what mm -hmm. we have, you know, with the okay. high the economy, the way it is. Well, so well, that's really, and Social Security continues, even, even with the shut, shutdown. Medicare, all of that, Social Security, um, welfare, all of those things still continue. Those are important, I, I guess they say they're important, so those are functions that will continue even in a shutdown. It happens every year. We, we talk about this every single time. And at the last minute, they're coaxed into uh, fearfully uh, voting with the Democrats. So it always goes the Democrats' way with all the spending that they do. It's never the Republicans that should be at fault. Except okay. for when they Donald give in. Donald Trump. Except okay. for when they give well, in. Well, 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 hold, hold, on, hold on, Cousin Todd. So, so first things first, when you have a government shutdown, that means that certain areas will not be as staffed, as equipped, and as lean Good. and mean as they normally are. Which Excellent. means there will, sir, sir, you just said don't interrupt you. Why are you interrupting? Which means there will be lapses in people seeking not only their benefits, but also their normal paycheck. That will be a problem. The other part, Keith said, well, government is uh, supposed to be small, you know, in the Constitution. Well, sir, you cannot compare the economy of a 13-colony backwater who is not really on the world stage, who didn't even have an embassy in most major uh, countries at the time, to the number one economy in the world in which 55% of that economy is produced by the government. So government spending is not only a necessity, it's actually a huge part of the government and a huge part of our economy. Let's explain this in simple terms. When a teacher goes to the grocery store to spend her paycheck 
and someone from a private bank goes to spend their paycheck at a grocery store, the grocery store doesn't separate and say, this is from government spending and this is from private spending. No, it all goes into the kitty as revenue for that store. So we got to take our ideological blinders off sometimes when people tell you big government bad and also understand that the world is a much more complicated place. And the last time they did this, they ruined the United States credit rating and caused a financial calamity uh, in 2010. So again, when one party singles out the other party and hurts regular citizens with the idea that they just want to hurt their political opponent, how patriotic is that? So yeah, this, this is the most unpatriotic, raggedy, selfish thing any party could do. And it should not only not be tolerated, uh, it, it, it shouldn't be, it, it's, it's not something that people should be cheering for. This is actually a losing cause for the American average American citizen. Uh, sorry, uh, cousin so, Todd. Yeah, oh, that's so okay. cousin Todd, when uh, we look at so cousin okay. Todd, let me ask you: when we look at uh, the Speaker of the House McCarthy and him uh, proposing a deal that would include um, some Republicans and not others in order for the measure to pass, uh, what happens to him? Well, he's going to get thrown out, of course, but. Uh, uh, because he he's he can't last uh, with these radicals, but Stephen and Stephen and Keith they want smaller government sometimes until it comes down to a person's right to choose what to do with their own bodies. Then they want big government. They want big government to tell a woman what she can and can't do with her body. See. That's when we need big government to step in. Right. <laughs> That's right. Because these women, they don't, they don't know what they're doing. They've got, so let the states control their bodies. And if the state deems it unnecessary for her to have an abortion just because she got raped by her father and she's 10 years old, so be it. Hey, I, I don't have all day. We're running out of time. You can't talk all day. Why can't and we? And all night. So anyway, this they want small government when it suits them, and then big government when it suits <laughs> suits them. Uh, so it's just silly. And All right. what's going to happen is uh, they're going to lose the in November. Rate. Go into the Fed rate. Okay, they, but they're going to lose in November. And then I was telling somebody this about Donald Trump. The question was, when are they going to get tired of Donald Trump? And I said, not till after November, until he loses again. And, um, and this happens uh, for, like McCarthy, not this nut job McCarthy. There was an old McCarthy uh, back in the 50s. This, it was the McCarthy era. And they were falling all over him and doing everything until they got rid of him. Same thing with Nixon. They loved him until they didn't. And so then they threw him out. Um, but and so they love Trump now until November. Then they're going to get tired of him, which they never liked Trump, really. If you go back to when he was running, they were telling the truth in 2016, how he uh, was not fit for office. He was horrible. He was dumb. He was everything they said he was. He really was. Um, then, of course, you had these um, sap suckers like uh, Ted Cruz licking behind Trump saying, well, maybe I did, he did talk about my wife being ugly, but I still like him. 
<laughs> America first. And maybe he did say my father killed JFK, but America first. I mean, come on. He's great in bed. I'm, we're, bu we're buddies. Anyway. Can you go to the Fed rate, please? Uh, oh, the and Fed how rate. Wall Street closed today after the Fed chair said more hikes are ahead, but no hikes are right. coming right now. And what that means to a person like me, average teacher. That's right. And it's not going to be um, uh, sky high uh, rates. Let me just say, I think, and they, this is what they said too. The unemployment numbers are not going to go climbing. They said it's probably going to stay the same or drop. How do you like that? This is for people like Keith and Stephen, who's all gloom and doom because the president doesn't know what he's doing. He's doing just fine. And um, as far as, uh, oh, now I know people don't like this cryptocurrency thing, but I'm just letting you know, cryptocurrency is getting ready to be a bull market. So uh, matter of fact, Nas, I'm going to tell you a stock to get. I won't tell you on the air, but I'm going to tell you a, a Bitcoin to snag. Um, for cheap. You're, you're on mute, Stacey. Oh, I'm, oh no. Tell everybody. Uh, uh, Ma'am, I believe he was talking to me. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you on the air. And then I'll go into detail in private. This um, coin is called Jasmine. And right now, Jasmine is 0. 0.00 0 0.4 so it's not even one penny you hear me not one penny so just call it a penny if you put a thousand dollars on it which i say put 2500 on it i know that's kind of steep but if you put 2500 dollars on it when it goes to one dollar everything goes to a dollar as a matter of fact, things go up to two, three, five dollars like that. We had another, um, we had money on, I'll just say uh, Cardano. And um, Cardano went up to three dollars. Sir, 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 we can't do this all night. Okay. We're running out of time. So the point I'm making, Keith, you need to stop doing that because you need this money more than any of us. So, <laughs> so, um, Jasmine, it's not even a penny. So if you put $2,500 on it, when it goes to $1, you will get $200,000 back after taxes. Did you hear me? Two hundred. So and that, if you put $1,000 on, you'll get $800,000 back because it's 20% taxed. And so I say $2,500. There's $200,000 after taxes just when it goes to $1. And it's only a penny right now. So trust me, I'm thinking it's going to take no more than 20 months for us to have a bull run and to get to a dollar. Now, it could go higher okay, than that, you, but I'm just you, banking on a dollar. Thank you. Can't keep talking. Thank you. Can't All keep right, talking. We got it. Appreciate okay. it. Oh Appreciate gosh. it, Cousin Tom. So, so. The story about the Fed and hiking interest rates, basically just think about it like this. There's a problem in your kitchen. The plumber comes. He's got a toolbox. 
He just goes into that toolbox to try to figure out a way to solve the problem. What problem is he trying to solve? Still fighting inflationary issues, as we all know. That's a part of the economy that we have to fix. And the high, un well, the unemployment rate, which is not high, actually becomes a problem because now we're talking about interest rates and everything else that Wall Street loves to see go in the other direction. So this is simply the Fed saying, okay, we're trying to solve this problem. Give me that wrench. Let's try interest rates again. Let's see if we can okay. get this thing under control and make Wall Street happy. And Main Street, of course, is secondary when it comes to who they're considering when they're uh -huh. thinking about these problems. But, yeah, Stacey, thank you for bringing this up. I, I think more Americans should hear about this because the more people learn about that process, uh, the more people have some angry words to say to Wall Street. Uh, and let me say that Wall Street, uh, crypto piggybacks off of Wall Street. So when Wall Street does well, crypto also does well. Correct. Sometimes and Todd is saying that so that you all can buy it up and he can get his money early. What? What are you talking about? She said a pump and dump scheme. Uh, a la Elon Musk from two years ago. And not uh, only him. With, you remember Elon Musk? Todd. With uh, Dogecoin. Oh, That's he did right. those people so wrong, man. And so did um this this new Republican running for uh the presidency. Yes, um, Ramaswamy. Yes. Yes. Ramaswamy. The old Swami. <laughs> yes. That old yeah, he did that though. He did he did that though with uh promises uh, of a new drug. Yeah, for, for Alzheimer's, uh, Alzheimer's. And he yeah. brought this. Yeah, he brought this drug uh, that was in the testing stages for $5 million, got all his friends to invest in it. And then when he knew good and well it wasn't going to work, which he knew when he brought it, it wasn't going to work. He sold it, you know, and got his money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I think $38 million off of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two more things. We got to start our roundtable. We're out of time. So with the roundtable... We're going to discuss a few things that I want to talk about. Um, first, uh, union worker strike. Jasmine, uh, um, let me just clear that Jasmine has oh nothing to do with that. What, what I'm talking about, this cryptocurrency has nothing to do with Swami or none of them other thieves. This is about, um, Jasmine is, uh, it's, it's a way to protect it's separate. your- It has nothing I, to do with it. It's separate. Right. It's a way to protect your identity. From identity thieves. Okay, and it's all. It also came from Japan or South Korea. Mm -hmm. I think it's South Korean. Anyway, let's start our roundtable. Um, we're going to start with Keith, then Nas, then Cousin Todd. I want to cover first uh, breaking news on the Hill. The Hill.com says they were able to get past Tuberville. The Senate gets around. Tuberville to confirm Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman. That's a big deal. Todd, you've been talking about this a while. This is an article written by Al Weaver today, 721 p.m. Senate gets around to Tuberville, Tuberville to confirm the Joint Chiefs Chairman, and that is who he is. Todd, do you want to talk about it as I uh, continue to move down well, about the story? Yeah, it was fortunately... They were able to get around him from holding up progress. And this is a typical how Republicans say uh, they're military first. And they're not. Because he held this up 
for uh, uh, for it gets back to women's vaginas, which he's not even interested in, but he's holding up progress so that um, he can make a point. Um, people like the Republicans like him and, and Bolbert, who did you all hear what happened with Bolbert? I'll just give you a recap. Oh, real we fast. saw the video. Oh, did you? <laughs> Are you muting me, Stacy? Is that what you're trying to do? Because you don't yeah, want to take dirty laundry out. No, no, not at all. I'm sorry. Well, I did why hit, would you do that? By mistake. Oh, I sure hit it by you mistake. Did. Yeah, I know. Yeah, just like Trump hit uh, Stormy Daniels by mistake. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, old Bulbert, she's getting a divorce, I hear. And um, so she went out on a date with a um, Democrat. Keith, did you hear that? Old Bulbert went on a date with a Democrat. And so she went to this little matinee play where young people were there in the audience. You know, young people usually hang around matinees and stuff. And so what she decided to do in the matinee was smoke. You see, you're not supposed to smoke indoors. You know that, don't you, Keith? Well, she was smoking indoors. Now, what I'm going to say is this. I'm going to pause that story. And I'm going to say, from now on, I'm going to start smoking inside. And I'm, I'm going to pause your story and say, from now on, you're going to stop because we're out of time and we haven't gotten anybody else. Okay. I'm going to start smoking inside because you know what? I feel... This, this is a hoax. I don't think you can really get cancer from smoking. Just like Keith and Stephen don't think you can get um, the coronavirus from breathing other people's air. So I don't believe it. So I think it's a hoax. And if the medical community says it's true, I don't believe them. They're all quacks. Right? So we're going to start smoking inside. Just like the Republicans, like Bobert. So she was smoking inside of a building and this pregnant woman said to her, can you please stop vaping? I can't take all this smoke. I'm pregnant. And so Burbert kept on smoking. <laughs> America first. And so then since she was sitting with a boy and she's boy crazy. Oh, there she is. She's boy crazy, but she can't keep a man. Because her husband dumped her, so now she's out on the market for a new piece. So then this uh, date she had was sitting beside her, so he felt like going down in her chest while, she, while children were watching her. He went down into her chest and started playing with her chest, and so she was giggling and stuff, so she went down to his crotch and started playing with his crotch in the middle of the matinee, in the middle of the afternoon. And so she was carrying on so bad. They said, look, she got to get out of here. So they threw her out. She's a Republican, Keith. You know that. And so they threw her out of the play. And so she put up her middle finger to him as she was leaving. So what do you say about a tramp like that? Hmm? Huh? Keith, I'm talking to you. Stacy, do you want me to Wouldn't answer? You wouldn't you think, what would you call her, a prostitution whore or something like that? Nope. What would you call her? 
Is that what Stacy wants me to? Is that she yes? Wants me to that's take what time? we want you to talk about. I don't want you about. to call her anything. I don't want you to call her anything. You can make a quick response, very quick. Oh well, uh, she is definitely a woman who might have been a little bit hot to trot there and out of control. That's the best I can say. How's that? Hot to trot. All right, thank you. What about the children Cousin that we're seeing her doing this now? She Cousin was complaining. Todd, you've got to stop, Cousin Todd. We're out of time. You've gone totally <laughs> over. We're out of time. We can't even get to the other areas that we okay, need well, to get to. Wanted... Like the United Auto Workers Strike. When people are making $20 an hour yes. and the CEO is making $30 million a year. Yeah. You want to comment on that? Yeah, I think it's a good thing. I think they should strike their heads off. And um, I, But I, Nas didn't have a chance to comment on Bolbert. Uh, well, I'll, let, I'll give him a chance. You just oh, go good. ahead. So, uh, so I yeah, get rid of you. I just want to get rid of you. Hi. <laughs> These uh, people striking, that's good for them. And I'm also supporting the um, the writer's strike. Um, I think every it's time that everybody starts getting paid from the bottom up, which okay, is a democratic. Thank you. Thank you. This is what uh, Joe Biden wants. We're done with you. Top thank you. Bye-bye. Down bye. is no good. Bottom up is the way it's at. All right, thank you. Bye, Nas. Can I make, oh, no, Keith, let me get Keith and then Nas. Yeah, can I make ahead, a comment Keith. about the uh, about the unions? This is why. Here's a perfect example of why I hate unions. Um, we gave those them? examples of those of two black men. Well, Deion Sanders, you know the the guys that were making millions of dollars. Uh, one makes ninety five. What was it? Ninety five million. Another makes five point five million. Well, thank God, thank God, there's no union to control how much these men ought to make. I mean, they everything is done by merit. I mean, at least uh, from the standpoint of, uh, you know, there's a little bit of uh, capitalism and free marketing uh, going on there with the uh, sports. Keith, you know, Keith football. You, you know about so, two coaching uh, Hold contracts, on before you sir. interrupt. Before you interrupt. Sir, I know, you know about I know you're going to, I know you don't agree, but let me just finish what no, I'm it's, saying. It's not a thing of What agreement. I'm saying it's is, a thing of, I don't like this You only know about bargaining. two of them. I don't let I don't like collective bargaining for that reason. I mean, I why why should it's just like when Drew Barrymore said she's gonna carry on with her show, everybody jumps down her throat. And Drew Barrymore was not a uh, conservative, but anyway, all of a sudden she she withdrew her uh, request to have her show, just like uh, Bill Maher did the same thing uh, because of the pressure of the unions. And again, uh, that's why I'm against unions. I'm just saying okay. that's why I'm okay. against it. So you okay, can you, you can you disagree go to the with next me. Subject. You can disagree okay, with me all you next, want. Next subject. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! Before we do that, no, let's, I'm trying. Uh, yeah, but just let me let me just do this because we can't leave it there as far as you the discussion. Can't leave it there. So first of all, he tried to use two contracts. He knows nothing about college football coaches, the coaches associations, the affiliations they have, how they actually do collectively yeah. bargain and uh, compete for a share of the TV money. So Keith doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Second point, when he said collective bargaining is bad. Okay. Who would you like to represent you when you walk into an office and talk to your employer? Would you like man. it to be one person speaking on behalf of yourself or a collective of a thousand workers speaking on behalf of that collective? Which means what? You have leverage 
and a little bit of room to negotiate for a fair deal. Here's the other part about unions. Unions raise the floor for all other industries because when a union goes in and fights and gets you three and a quarter more than what you had, that means other industries, in order to compete for talent, have to raise the floor of the uh, of the wages of the industry they work in. So why do we have a 40-hour work week? Why do we have things like minimum wage to protect workers? All of these things were done by real Americans, real patriotic Americans, fighting for other Americans to make sure a hard day's pay, a hard day's work got a hard day's pay. This goes back to Henry Ford making his cars affordable so his line workers could actually afford to buy a car. Mm -hmm. So not only thinking about profit, but also thinking about the citizens who lived in his area. So when you hear people like Keith, who, you know, at a certain point, bootlicking becomes not only disgusting, but just beneath an average (laughs) person's mind state. Like, you've got to understand the corporations aren't your friend. Uh, as the great Thomas Jefferson said, they mm-hmm. don't have they don't have bodies to be kicked or souls to be damned. And that's mm. the hardest part about dealing with corporations. Mm-hmm. Me, people's champ type person. I'm going to root for the little guy, the average worker, the regular person. While Keith <laughs> is looking at coaching salaries and comparing that to regular yeah. workers. Yeah. Uh, solidarity with UAW. Uh, great tactics in pulling off this strike. And I definitely hope they win. And never forget. The big three car manufacturers were bailed out by the government, which means the money you paid Bush in taxes, Obama. Keith, yeah. to keep them alive. And yeah. now the people who actually produce for them, the workers, want mm-hmm. their fair share as they should. I'll in there. Sorry, Stacy, but we, we can't leave it there with that nonsense. Good for Keith you. Said. No. Okay, so let me read what this says really quick. The United Auto Workers strike against General oh, Motors, right. Ford, and Stellantis has entered its third day. It's the first time that members have struck all three unionized U.S. automakers at the same time. That's pretty uh, important. Um, uh, Nas, we need you to finish talking uh, on your round. Oh, Keith, did you finish talking on your roundtable about Tuberville? And uh, you did Bobart. You did the unions. What about Tuberville? Well, there's nothing much to say about him. You know, it's just that okay. a, there's nothing yeah. much to say about him. No, what do you I mean, think you know, about him holding up the military? Well, that's uh, you know it, holding it up for the reason he held it up. It was it was a good thing. That's all it I. It was can a say. good thing for women's mm-hmm. vaginas. He held it up. Yes. So yeah. th- this is how you so see the mentality at- of a lost person. So mm-hmm. he's against somebody using a political stunt to actually thwart the military. He's for that. But workers fighting for better wages, he's against that. That's, yeah. I mean, no. So yeah. if what we look at this, uh, let, me, let me read this, please. Um, Air Force General C.Q. Brown testifies during a Senate Armed Services Committee hearing to consider his nomination to be chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff Tuesday, July 11th. That's when he testified. And now, as you can see, he has been or will be confirmed oh that's beautiful he testified in july and he'll, he will be confirmed and to bring this story and to bring this uh full circle the story we started off with mm-hmm. tommy tuberville former football coach is not actually qualified to be in the position he's in mm-hmm. his popularity as a football coach is how he was able to win that election and, and as Senate. we've seen him perform uh he has no ability to govern 
Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay, thank you. Uh, we are out of time. We've gotten, we've gone out of time. Um, let's close this out. To our first responders in our communities, you make our lives livable. Thank you, thank you, thank you. To our women, men, women and men of the U.S. military for all that you do and sacrificing your lives so that we are free to say whatever we choose on this show, we are forever indebted. On behalf of Aguna, who couldn't be with us tonight, the Nigerian moderate Republican, Keith, the constitutional conservative, Stephen, the independent thinker who couldn't be with us tonight, Nas, thank you, Nas. Uh, Stacy, make you, sure Nas. you charge Keith for promoting a book that is not sponsoring this show. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. And my cousin Todd. I'm Stacy Johnson. Let's keep this conversation going. Check us out. Like and subscribe on YouTube at Sporlitics. Check us out on Instagram at Sporlitics, TikTok at Sporlitics, Twitch at Sporlitics. Uh, X at Sporlitics and Stephanie Stallworth, the Flow oh. Television Network at Sporlitics. We will see you next week. Hopefully, everybody will be back. Good night. Okay. Uh, you know what I wanted to? Uh, I didn't really compare what Bulber did to her rhetoric. Yeah, that 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 Bulber thing is, is so infuriating because. Look, I grew up around different conservatives. The conservatives I grew up around, they had mm -hmm. a standard is the standard mentality right. when it came yeah. to your demeanor, how you dressed, how you mm -hmm. spoke to people, how you carried yourself. All of that stuff mattered. And mm -hmm. now we're in an era where conservatism is just basically a free-for-all. So a woman right. like Bobert, who I... like, Are we going to discuss qualifications there? Are we going to discuss <laughs> demeanor? Like, mm -hmm. like that, was disgust that was a disgusting display by somebody who should be way above that type of behavior. That's uh, right. Just consider her station. Like, that. that is insane. And the fact that Keith wouldn't say anything about it, I mean, mm -hmm. that... Yeah. And and don't forget, she's the one that's always trying to protect the children because the children shouldn't see that. Shouldn't see what? That was a good impression of her. Was, uh, I said that she was loose. I said that she at that time. So what else can I say? That she what was nasty and she's a double talking con artist. Well, I don't know about all that because uh, you don't even hear about her much except for that incident. How much is she in the news? Oh, give me a break. She's in the news all the time. Her and her husband swap or cheat on each other and all that kind of stuff. This has to be mental illness. There's no way you can just ignore that. The way, the standard that you hold Dems to, I just want you to hold Republicans to. That's no, all. he's not. That's all I'm asking. Well, do you hold, do you hold the Democrats you... uh, to the standard? <laughs> yes. Well, I can Democrats tell you. To that standard? Yes. I know you don't. Why are you putting well, that man's book I, I, up there? That's right. all I want to know. I, I thought because it's a good book a question. and it's true. I thought you were going to ask a question to prove some type well, of Well, he can uh, pay us to do that. Democracy. No, and, and, and the thing is here, he, you know he doesn't hold them to the same standards because he loves Donald Trump. That's right. another one of his his buddies. And we've also never seen Larry Elder and Keith in the same place. So there's some questions out here. Mm -hmm. Nobody's mm -hmm. ever answered. Where's Larry uh -huh. Elder? Right? I, don't think, Larry I don't Elder. think Keith doesn't look like Larry Elder. Right. You think he looks like Larry mm -hmm. Elder? Oh, by the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I talked to Larry Elder. I yeah. talked to him. Before. And what did he? And what Hello, did he talk? say? Well, Larry Elder was uh, he was in favor <laughs> of uh, gay uh, gay marriage. He he said he was okay with that. Mm. Um, not abortions, but gay marriage. So I disagree with him on that. But you know, conservatives are uh, quite a. There is a uh, lot of uh, hypocrisy in conservatives as well. And I, 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 I'm going to admit that, and that okay. is true. Well, thank because, you, thank you, Keith, you know, for at least like, giving that. Well, just like, uh, for example, and I know you guys don't, you wouldn't agree with me on this, so I don't argue on it. I don't argue on things that I already know where you stand. That's why I'm not so animated. You know, you wonder why I don't say anything or well, go, it's because we're not good at making arguments. Uh, but, well, you know, no. Larry Elder has accused the GOP of racism for not including yeah. him in the debate stage. So your exactly. answer to that? But that's ridiculous. It's not racism. It's just that the ideas that he's expressing, uh, many of the leadership of the GOP do not agree with in California. California GOP are sort of like uh, moderate Kennedy Kennedy type Democrats. You know, back in the day, they, you know, these guys are not, these people in the GOP of California are not conservative. The uh, elite class, ruling class of the GOP are not conservative. In well, my well, wait, well, wait, wait a minute. So Larry Elder told us racism doesn't exist. And now all of a sudden he's saying racism is being directed at him because he's not included yeah. in the debates. Well, that's what he's saying. So. That's what well, he you said. were telling us to vote for him to get him to be governor of California. So, I, well, I, I think didn't... governor of California should have. He should have been. Uh, you know, he would have been better than what we got now. That's for sure. But we don't have we don't have a pure breed a, a pure breed of uh, conservatives here in California. I'm telling you, the people are very compromising. I'll give you an example. The uh, parents, because they're outnumbered the three to one, and in order to win an election, they would have to compromise a bit. Well, there you go. All right, but I'm yeah. not willing to compromise, which is why I don't run. Oh, for so you just want them to lose? I got it. Yeah, that's fine. Let them lose because I trust that God was able to compensate, and I know God will take care of His own. Well, if God will take care of His own, why vote anyway? Just assume God will take care of. Well, it. I vote because it's my duty to vote, just as I do other things that are my duty. But it doesn't necessarily mean that uh, it's going to uh, be successful all the time. So there you go. Right. But I do understand. Okay, we're getting ready I, I'm, to I'm go. just trying to follow the logic here. Sorry. Steve. We're out no, of time. I, I we're getting you, ready to go. No, you don't, you don't you follow my logic because go. you don't understand. You don't understand my view because you have sir, a different world Sir, you're, you're not hard to understand. View. You're not hard to no, understand. You have a, you have a different world view. That's okay. No, no, no. You're easily I understood. You I, yeah. I don't hate you either. The yeah. problem is you're, you're not able to construct the logical argument that makes sense outside of your no, bubble. I'm not able to construct an argument that you would agree with, that you No, no, agreement okay doesn't with. matter. Agreement no, yeah, that's matter. that's what it is. Clarity is what I what I'm looking for. Uh well, is that's that one of your is. favorites. And like I I'm, clearly and I clearly am leaving. Good night. Well, Good night, Stacy. And Stacy's not going to let us have that conversation anyway. So, hallelujah. You always talk about what Stacy won't let you do. Maybe well, it's you your hear what she ability just said. or non-ability, sir. You hear it's what you. she just said. Well, you have, well, uh, you no, You've been no, on the show you, for you an have hour. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah, you have no. you had minutes to do that. No, I was asking that question before Todd came back. No, no. Okay. It, uh, it would uh, it would only know. end up in interruption. And no and, means uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's been told that every time. Steven. 
Good night. Good night, everybody. Take it easy, sir.